I tell you. As of late podcast, y'all, this is Titus here, as always, giving you my personal ones and twos on what what the hell is going on out here in the world, man. Uh, It's Tuesday. I hope you guys had a good weekend. Hope you guys are blessed and highly favored. You know, I wish nothing but peace and blessings to you guys. I was about to get on here and talk hella shit, but I... <laughs> uh, I ain't even gonna do that, man. Y'all motherfuckers on Instagram have me fucking rolling, man. The shit be hilarious to me. I was about to talk mad shit just off of, like, social media can dad gonna have somebody feeling, feeling themselves so much, but, you know... I'm getting better. I'm getting a lot better, man, at daggone, you know, thinking before I speak. And at the end of the day, you know, God told me, he was like, well, this came to my thought anyway. And it was like, um, which I think it came from God. And was like, um, it's a, it's a old, it's a old saying I'm, I'm using. It's pretty much like take the, take the shit out of your eye first before like talking about somebody else. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, you know, look at yourself in the mirror before you um, judge somebody else. And uh, I was like, you right. I was like, you absolutely right. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that to him. Because at the end of the day, we ain't nobody out here perfect. We all got a lot of, we got a lot of growing to do. I don't care if you're 70 or 17. This world is a process of growth, you know, if you're doing it right. Um people some people you know i feel like <laughs> excuse me some people i feel like um and you can attest to this listeners you probably have people in your life where it's like oh, will they ever change but some people never fucking change and that's just the reality of it and um sometimes looking at social media you'll look at certain things where it's like like i said that's why i talked about it previously where it's like you got to you got to pick your battles and take everything in moderation, even including social media, because that shit can be toxic for you, and um, just looking at it earlier today, I was just like, man, like, just looking at certain people's stories, and some of them I follow, and I was just like, man, like, that just ain't the way to do it, like, that ain't the way to do it at all, this shit got so people, some people so egotistical, man, it's just not even funny, that shit be crazy, and it be, sometimes it be the people that don't even, like, got nothing i I mean i don't let me not let me not (laughs) let me not get go there because it's like some you ever meet somebody where it's like they got like some sometimes the the humblest people i meet be the people that like i least suspect if that makes sense sometimes like people that got like shit going on like i'll meet them no i'm not saying that's the case with all occasions you know because i i have met people where it's like their ego matches their bank account. Like, they have a big, excuse me, they have a big ego. They have a, you know, just like their bank account, just like whatever they got going on. But then you you meet certain people where it's like, man, like, I'm glad I met that guy or I'm glad I met that girl. Like, their ego does not, you know, just because, you know, they're beautiful or they got money, you know, it doesn't match, you know. Like, they're more beautiful on the inside and that makes them even more beautiful. And that'd be dope as hell when you have those situations. But, like, social media, man, and that should have just, that that should have tear you up if you allow it. 
Like I, I be seeing some of the shit people be posting and that and what they be doing, how people be moving. They just be moving wrong, man. Like I said, I ain't gonna. That's a whole nother thing that we could probably talk about. I'm gonna save that for my girl Amanda because I know she want to talk about that shit anyway. When it comes to like social media and just like you know the politics and that shit and like how 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 I don't want to say lucrative because it's that's we already know that. How toxic, but how convenient it can be in the same sense. And so I think I'm going to do an episode with my girl, Amanda. Shout out to her if she's listening on that. Because we were talking about that about a month ago. And just like on social media shit in general. Um, me personally, I just do Instagram now. It was a time in my life where I did all of them. Um, Twitter, MySpace, whatever. Whatever was out, I was doing it. Whatever dating apps were out, I was doing it. But now I just focus mostly on Instagram. I have thought about bringing back Twitter because it's more like it's more like in the moment type shit compared to like Instagram. I feel like I don't post enough pictures for shit. But I mean, that's what the story shit is for. It's like in the moment type shit. And so I'm not going to do that because I feel like if I get a Twitter, if I get Twitter again, I feel like I'm going to be too. I'm, I'm already on Instagram a lot more than I feel like I need to be. I feel like if I get a Twitter again, I'm really going to be on my phone, like, tweeting, like, constantly, constantly. Like, I feel like I do pretty, like, good for Instagram, like, making it, like, um, consistent, you know, not, you know, not being off the rail, not too, not being under a rock too long to where, like, you know, I post updates pretty convenient. You know, I post a podcast. I post stories not about the podcast and stuff. But Twitter is just, like I said, more like like how you hear my finger snap. It's more in the moment type shit to where it's like you're you're almost addicted to constantly always talk about it or constantly tweet about shit. And I feel like Instagram is a good space for me where I don't have to do that. I don't have to be on my phone all the time and looking at people's shit all the time. Twitter, I feel like, I don't know. I don't have to do that with Twitter either, but I just feel like I would I would get addicted to doing it like how I used to be. I used to be bad, y'all, when it comes to social media. Like, that shit was daggone ruining and fucking controlling my life. Like, like crazy. Like, to the point where, like, that's why people ask, like, you know, I used to have a Facebook. I used to have, like I said, all of that shit. But that shit was, like, really, literally, like, I was, like, the social media internet king when it came to, like, dating apps, when it came to, like, and um, when it came to like, um, like I said, Facebook and shit, I used to like think so much about like what people thought about that shit, like comments and shit like that, that, you know, people would never say like, if they actually met you in person, I would, I would think so much about what people would say about certain things or like, uh, leaving a comment and being disrespectful. I'd be like, man, what the hell? Like, you know, that shit is going to drive you nuts if you let it. And so I took a break. I took a mean break off of that because of that. And really the only reason that I got back on social media was because of a guy that I was managing at the time that I still have love for. And hopefully we can rebuild where I feel like we need to go uh, was a guy named Josh, by the, uh, a.k.a. J.I., who was a Carolina artist. You guys look into him. Um, J.I. is his name debut album was J.I., but um, he really talked me into getting back into 
the whole social media thing because of like him, you know, helping him out network and helping him out like um, helping him out, you know, um, get himself known more. And it made sense because I was managing him. He was like, yo, man, like, you're doing all this on the streets, man. He was like, you know, it's social media out here now, bro. Like, you need to, like, get with the times. Like, get your Instagram like me and, like, you know, help promote my shit. You know, it's a whole other world out there. And I was like, hmm. I was fighting and I was against it at first. But I was like, you know what? Fucking, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what the fuck. And, man, was that a fucking... That was an eye-opener for me. I was like, oh, this is Instagram. This shit's a whole nother world. That's just crazy. And so it was fun. And then, like, I caught myself, um, I kind of, I ain't going to say grew. Because, like, I just based it off my contacts. And I just happened to have a decent amount of contacts. And, like, and then, you know, you just find other people on the, on Instagram. And it just continues to add. And so I had a consistent, I've had a consistent build, you know, um, on there. But then... I found myself getting in in situations where I have to back up because I'd be like, man, like I don't want to get back into the, you know, you don't want to get back into that level where it becomes too toxic. I want to keep it fun. I want to keep it nice, you know. And um, today was one of those days where I was like, all right, let me let me get out of this. Let me decompress, reset for a minute because like that shit a daggone like I tell you like I've told you guys on previous episodes it, I'm all about mental health I'm all about daggone bettering yourself for the for the best and I believe in balance it is balance in it is good in social media but you know don't thrive your whole life on it don't make it your end all be all like especially the younger generation to my younger ones that's listening don't make people's opinions about you, especially online where these people have never even met you in your life, be your in all be all because these people don't even know you. And you you yourself are the real you, you know, like not what you put on the web, you know, because a lot of people put themselves on the web or you'll see these people and they'll be, be they'll be beside jewelry or like bling or they'll be dolled up. And that's not the real them. Like the real them being sweats and that going with the hair pulled up, just chilling. They just be dolled up for the ground. And it's that's not the real person, you know. Some of these people be the real person. They be dead inside. You know, they don't be like that at all. They just, you know, people have made a career off of just likes. And that's crazy to me that, you know, you got people who, that have made careers of just like, man, I got to get this amount of likes. You know, I got to do this. I got to do that. This is a girl that I follow on the gram, and she's like, she's a beautiful girl, beautiful girl, like dope as hell. But, um, I mean, what she posts be, I mean, dope. But I seen her, I seen her like a couple, I seen her like a couple, it wasn't even a couple, it was probably like a month ago. She's, she posted something and was like, She's like, yo, man, she was like, and I'm paraphrasing because it was a month ago. I can't remember the exact words. She was like, yo, if y'all, she was like, y'all don't start liking my shit more. Like, I'm about to delete this shit. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, what? I was like, that shouldn't even be an issue. Like, so that just goes. And then, you know, like, people are getting, some people get some money off this. Shit. I don't know if they get money. I don't know if she get money. I don't think she... I don't know. Like I ain't pocket checking, but like I knew I know if some people get like money and shit like that, but I based that off of like you can tell the cats that's getting paid and who ain't. 
because it's like, um, you know, sponsors and like, you know, they might sponsor some shit. I see that. Like another person I follow, like they'll throw a sponsor in every now and then, and I can tell like they're getting paid by that sponsor to promote their shit. But shit, I don't see her promoting shit, and so I just think she's just doing that off the sheer of like wanting more follows. And it made me think. I was like, man, like here's this this woman, like she doesn't need that. Like, but I think us as society, we get addicted to like the likes. We get addicted to like people that um you want to be accepted and you want to, you want those likes you want people to dag on think you're beautiful and like the comments you know it can it can be addicting it can be addicting and i feel like that was the case with her to where it was just like she went through a dry dry month and it was just like yo like what the hell is going on like is it something different is it me it's like no maybe it's just a dry month Maybe just people ain't just, you know, people just ain't fucking with you. I mean, not in that sense, you know. Maybe not just ain't fucking with the gram at that moment or at that time. I've had that happen with the podcast. Um, um, You'd be surprised. And, like, and I post my shit, like, I'm pretty frequent, you know, when it comes to, like, posting my shit. And that going to let people know that, like, hey, like, I did a new episode. Um, Check it out. Every, like I said, I ain't going to stop with this shit, this shit every week. You guys already know. And um, I'm pretty consistent in, like, letting people know on the gram and on the web. But you'd be surprised. Some people, like, just be in their own world, man. They be in their own shit and really just be there to, like, just just promote their shit or, like, like share their shit and, like, you know, keep it fucking moving. You know, like, I talked to a, a, a close, <laughs> what, what I would, I ain't going to say a close friend, um, but a, a close acquaintance of mine to where, like, I was speaking to him about, um, you know, just catching up on life and shit like that. And um, was like, uh, he's like, yeah, man, what's been going on with you? And I was like, man, I'm just out the way, dog. You know, I'm just out the way, taking it one day at a time, you know, working at CM now. Um, I do the part time there, so that's kind of different. Been a different change. Outside from that, it's the same shit, you know, with the podcast, keeping that consistent, trying to keep it growing. And he was like, "You got a podcast?" And I was like, "What? Like, I've seen like you seen it, like, because <laughs> Instagram like shows you like motherfuckers like, like I pay attention to that shit. Motherfuckers say they don't. I pay attention to that shit." And then that's why I say, like, I had to take a break because then I'll be like, damn, like, nigga, I seen y'all seen this shit. And so, like, motherfucker, you know, I get it. I get it how I could be like, damn, like, the human in you, like, you want to, the ego of you want to be like, yo, like, I know you seen this shit. You could hit a nigga with a like or something. But um, going back to him, he was like, you got a podcast? Like, he was like, I was like, yeah, man. Like, I was like, every, every Tuesday and Saturday, new episode, fuck with me. I was like, you know, on all streaming platforms. Um... I was like, I'll be posting on the ground, you know, like, just, um, you know, be in tune if you can. He was like, yeah. He was like, damn. He was like, I didn't even know. And it made me think what I just said about old girl. Like, some people, like, literally just, it's not the dare. I do think some motherfuckers be hating. I do think motherfuckers be hating because that comes with it. And some people, like, um, you know, just be like, eh, fuck that nigga. Fuck that shit. They be in there. You know, they just be in their shit. Some motherfuckers just don't care, and that's fine. you going to meet people that do care. Um, and the same with old girl. But I do think that some people just really be in their own world, and it's not that they don't care. 
it's just that they just be in their own world. They just don't, they just be busy, man. Like, they, they be like, their mind be on so much different shit. They don't intentionally, like, do that out of disrespect. They just really, like, be in their own world. Now, let's talk about the fact dealing with um Megan Thee Stallion and um, the whole situation dealing with her and her um her contract situation. Um, I've told you guys plenty of times, man, plenty of times, anybody in business, whether it's in the music industry or if it's in, um, you know, any dealing with loans, dealing with banks, um, look at the contracts, look at the paperwork, whatever you're signing, because like in her situation, I mean, you got a woman now that's well established, well blew up, um, had one of the hottest years, one of the hottest years um last year and it's carried on into 2020 and now we're coming to find out that she's not even getting the just due amount of money that she deserves and that really bugs me that really pisses me off in today's day and age that we still got people signing these uh signing these bullshit ass slave deals i mean it was a time in my life where you know i was definitely heavy when it came into music and i'm definitely still got my ears to the ears to the street when it comes to um, looking at talent and discovering people, you know, I went from being an artist myself into like getting as I got older, realizing like what exactly did I want to do, and my my thing always wanted to be putting on people, putting on talent, discovering talent, um, you know, being that kind of executive that you know found like the cats that like blew up, and so in a sense I started studying the game, started studying the music industry, and um, started to realize, you know, a lot of these cats be signing these deals and don't get no kind of money until years down the line and really are indebted to these record labels, as we're seeing with Megan Thee Stallion. And so um, my advice, as I've I've told any up-and-coming artist, um, my advice for you is to make the contract um, not make the contract, but when you when you are presented a contract, because I feel like the end all be all is not a record label. But if you do want to get, because everybody has dreams and everybody's, especially like growing up, that was like the big thing. Like, excuse me, for an artist to do is to sign to a major, you know, to tell people that you signed to Arista or that you signed to Def Jam. But the times have changed to where like you don't have to do that anymore you know you got cats that are blowing up that don't even got record deals and with all the streaming platforms that you have now i would really advise you to just like you know just really get a game plan together get a group of people you know because no you can't do anything by yourself you can but it's going to be really hard and it'll take a lot more time and so my suggestion with cats nowadays is to just um fuck it chance it Chance it, like, I mean, I'm not going to say you're going to blow up like Chance the Rapper, but I look at his model, and I thought if I was to ever get back into, like, like I said, um, doing music or managing somebody dealing with music, I would tell him to follow the model, just, like, get you a group of people that know that specific, that particular thing, you know, get you a manager, get you a good, get you a video guy, get you, um, you know, a photographer, Get you in-house producers and and build with them from the start. Build with them from the jump. That way, um, when you do get to the levels like 
um, like a Wiz or like the Baby. Um, these guys, all their all their people, like when they when they signed the contracts that they signed, they did partnerships. They did deals because they blew up, and and then when they blew up, they blew up with their own camps. If that makes sense, they like, um, <clears throat> like he already had. Like I don't need the record label to. Um, I don't have to spend my expense money on a music video if I already got my in-house producers and you know what I'm saying like I don't need you to go find that for me I don't need you to find me a publicist if I've already been dealing with a guy that's my manager and my publicist and you know it helps me out in that sense have your shit in order to where like you know they're not taxing you for this shit in the long run and then when you're looking for money they'd be like oh well we spent this amount on hotels for you and we spent this amount on the photographers for you for that shoot and that's how it's going to come down that's what it comes down to these cats doing that or like in Megan Thee Stallion's case she's pretty much got a 360 deal to where they're taking a percentage of everything out of her shit they're taking a percentage of her touring they're taking a percentage of her merchandise they're taking they pretty much own her name like Megan Thee Stallion like they take a percentage of anything that she's being used with she's being taken out of um and that's I mean if you got a deal like that I mean was I mean, and on top of that, she signed to somebody that signed to another label. Like she originally was signed to a production deal. Comp- she got a production deal contract to a production company. Um, I forget the name of the um, the the company, and they pretty much helped build her up. They helped um, blow her up. Now she's talented, of course, but I feel like, like I said, teamwork makes a dream work, and that she definitely had the right team at the right time to help push her to the level that she got to. But then they signed to 300. So she has to go through two different entities to get a piece. They have to get they have to get their piece of the pie first before she even touches her shit. And so that shit just makes me wonder like, man, how much is she really getting paid? I mean, she's making millions for these people. And at the end of the day, like, how much is she really getting paid? I see why she wants to get out of her contract. And I see why she signed, um, and then she just signed a management deal with Rock Nation, which management, I, f- I feel like, is probably the best thing that you can do. I feel like a management deal, especially when it comes to, like, money and when it comes to, like, because um, Rock Nation helps out with touring. That'd probably be the only thing that I would sign nowadays. Like, I wouldn't sign no fucking, like, record deal, like a record contract. Management is good because it helps out for like business, like especially if you get like a business manager helping with contracts, helping with negotiations um, for like, um, um, you know, like commercials and planning of a lot of like tours that I could see that. But that's only, you know, a, a fraction that they're doing compared to like what a label would take, like a big label would take from you. And what they're taking out of her shit, like, don't sign no 360 deal like how she did. Um, wait it out, you know, um, with anything you're doing, don't sign any, because even if it's, like, business in the sense of, like, creating your own, like, um, logo or creating your own um, um, shop, you know, creating your own shop, you know, your your own record store, whatever, like, just don't jump on the first opportunity, you know, don't you know, I always heard the first opportunity isn't the best opportunity all the time. And this is a perfect example of it. She jumped at the first opportunity for a contract at an early age. Um, yeah, she was young, but still, 
I just feel like people just get so they just don't want to wait no more. They they get so ready and I feel I feel everybody that gets in that sense because it's like you get tired of waiting. You see everybody get before you. You see everybody get certain levels before you do. And you're just wondering like when is it going to be my time? When is my time going to come? Um and so I get it. I mean, but um she should have had somebody read that contract right. She should have had like a lawyer or somebody like read the contract before she signed it to see how much she was really getting because they're taking a percentage out of all her shit. She, like I said, she literally has a 360 deal. Like this is the first that I've seen somebody actually expose the deal of what they got. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people got these deals, these kind of deals, but they're just not exposing them um, because they don't want people to know that they're pretty much indebted to the label and they're slaves. But yeah, this is the first time I've seen merchandise. Um, I've heard about it, but like actually somebody that I know, um, merchandise, all that, and Megan Thee Stallion doll, they're going to get a piece of that. And they may not even be the one that like initiated the deal for her. She may have did that just off herself and meeting with like Mattel one day or some shit. You never know. Going to a party, networking, she sets the deal up. She dominates the business meeting and they give her the okay. Her company, um, her, her, her production company and 300 still get a piece of that. And so that's crazy. That's crazy to think about that. Like, even if you don't, after the fact, like, you you had nothing to do with certain deals or nothing to do with certain creative, like, decisions I made merchandising-wise, um, you still are taking a percentage of that. And that's that, to me, is just ridiculous. That's, that's uncalled for. And it's a shame that they got deals like that all around. And business, banks do it. All Like, banks do that stupid shit all the time. That's why I'm telling you, with anything you do, just a take your time b read the contracts and and c get a solid team around you of people that know what the fuck they're doing you know where you're not going into this shit blind you're not going into these situations blind you know because i feel like like i said we're when we're young and you want to get signed and you you know you got the talent but you feel like you need that extra push you do get desperate you do sign these damn that's really like the what I feel like selling your soul, not not the devil stuff. So people do probably do that as well, but that's really selling your soul, like selling yourself short of the potential money that you can make, and then um, signing these signing these contracts where look she's indebted to this company for like they're talking about for the next like she has to have at least like five albums, five albums, man, and so that's crazy. I mean, don't you got to read these contracts that you're signing? You got to be. Um, like I said, more cautious, and sometimes patience is key, because who's to say, like, she would have been, like, she was going to be her regardless, did they help, did they push it forward a little bit faster, yeah, but, like, who's to say she didn't sign that contract, then blew up, like how she did in 19, and didn't know, didn't owe anybody anything, and so at the end of the day, that's, that would have been what, like, the, that that's exactly what Chance did for starters. Um, so many opportunities were thrown at him, but he just waited it out, even though he had people pass him and, and quote-unquote fame. But at the end result, he had a group of people that that fucked with him, that told him to wait it out, told him to not sign, and look at him now. He owns his own shit. He got his own LLC. So that's all I'm saying. If you can still sign these deals, but like have a partner, have a partnership. Don't, don't let them take your whole daggone merchandise and your tour money and that's just ridiculous, you know. Be patient and um, just work hard, outwork people, and um, you know, 
let let God do the rest. You you know you'll you'll get to where you need to go if you stay consistent. All right, so that's my episode for today. Um, I'll be back to you guys on Saturday. You guys have a good rest of the night. Holla at your boy. Mm-hmm.